Welcome to Functional Medicine Unfiltered Podcast with Dr. Megan Stenga. Join us as we deep dive into the most important health issues of our time. We'll discuss what's really at the root of chronic illness and answer the questions, why can't you get better? What's really wrong with you? And why can no one figure it out? Join Dr. Stanga as she shares the secrets of how she's helping her patients heal chronic illness and get their lives back. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Functional Medicine Unfiltered. I am really excited about this episode. I have a patient with me today here. She's going to share her story. I love sharing patient stories because everyone has a unique story. Everyone goes through this journey differently. And I feel like there's always really cool things that you can learn from each person's individual journey through this process. And so I'm really excited to share Anne's story today. And so I'm just going to open us up by letting Anne, if you want to just tell the audience a little bit about who you are, so they know who's talking to them. And then we'll jump right into what led you to see me. Sure. Well, my name is Anne. I am a 36-year-old mom of two little ones. Actually, I have a one-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old, so I'm very busy. I also work as a marketing director. My husband works full-time as well. So I came in to see Dr. Stanga because basically after I had my second baby, Ethan, my health just kind of tanked. I mean, I had a two-year-and-a-half-year-old or two-year-old in daycare at that time, and you know they will bring home you know their little walking petri dishes, as I like to say, and so we would get little coughs and colds here and there, and everyone else in the house, you know, would get a two-day cold, no big deal. I would get a full-on sinus infection down for three or four days at a time in bed, and like I said, so sinus infections over and over again constant sinus pain every day when I woke up. It was almost to the point where I was pretty much just sick for like two months straight. And I would get up in the morning and have to take extra strength Tylenol, which, you know, I know now that taking Tylenol every day was probably not the greatest thing for my liver, but (laughs) I just thought that was normal. And, but it got to a point where I would go see my general practitioner, you know, you have another, you just got another virus and that turned into sinus infection. Oh, it's just another virus. Oh, well, it's just another virus. Okay. Well, after sinus infection, number three and like a four month span, and this had been going on, you know, after the birth of my first son as well, but it really, really started to take a downturn after the, my pregnancy with my second baby. And so I just realized like there cannot just be another virus. It's like there's something yeah. bigger going on and no one would listen to me. And everyone kept telling me, oh, just get another antibiotic. Just get another antibiotic. Like I can't go on antibiotics four and five and six times a year. Like that's not right. And so I gave Dr. Sang a call. And your story is like so many patients' stories, right? You, right? you hit a roadblock. You finally get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm not getting any answers, you know, with conventional medicine. And so you finally just start seeking alternative answers. So did had you already heard about functional medicine or? That's a great question. So since I had my first child, I kind of had started, you know, doing what I could to live a cleaner lifestyle, cleaning up what I ate and what, you know, what kind of products we use, avoiding things like that. And honestly, like I was following a few different people on Instagram that, you know, are clean mom type of accounts. 
And a few of them also follow these functional medicine practitioners. And I was following one of them specifically out of Dallas because that's where my family lives. And my aunt had said, you got to follow this woman. She might be able to help you. She's not taking any new clients and she's also not in town. So I said, well, there's got to be somebody like that in San Antonio. So Google help me out. (laughs) So then when you came in and you shared this story, so the things that stood out to me was, first of all, you know, again, classic story that I hear that pregnancy was a triggering event to a health decline. And the first pregnancy had already triggered it a little bit, but then the second pregnancy really set it off. You actually had a few other triggers as well. I don't know if you remember talking about the moldy towel in your car and how that had set you off. And so I'll let you explain that. But that was another sign to me that that was a triggering event. And the issue wasn't the mold and the issue wasn't the pregnancy. The issue was how those events set off and crashed her immune system. I totally forgot about that. And it's kind of a random story, but my, my husband plays in a band and he had just purchased this like secondhand amp for one of his shows that he was playing and he had it in the back of the car and it smelled awful. And I had thought that that was the smell, but when he took the amp out of the car, there was still something in the car and the car, honestly, when you got in my, and I, I have a brand new car, got in the car, it smelled like cigarette smoke. And I kept telling him there's something wrong. Well, he found a old towel that a, a wet towel from when he had been swimming at, at the pool stuffed underneath the seat. And I thought, maybe this is what is keeping me sick. Like I'm the one driving my car every single day. And I've been driving, I'm in the car for 30 minutes to work, 30 minutes home. Maybe that mold is doing it. And then I started, you know, my mold radar was on, like looking at the mold in my shower. Maybe that was it. And, you know, from what I had, the research that I had done, like it, everybody encounters mold everywhere, right? And it's really just a matter of like your toxicity levels and like what you can handle and what you can't. And like, it's clear that like my body could not handle what I was encountering, even though like my husband's body could. Exactly. And that's always the point I try to make to people is it's really not the mold. And it's really not even like you mentioned toxicity level. It's more about what your immune system can handle. Like your, so your husband's immune system was in a better state to handle it, whereas yours wasn't because you'd had two pregnancies and, and all these things. The other thing that I found interesting was that it's not like you had been in completely perfect health going into the pregnancies and then everything started. You really had quite a long list of symptoms that we talked about that you kind of just felt were normal. But to me, they were huge clues as to, you know, what was really at the root of your current problems. And so just to mention a few of those, you know, you had had chronic GI issues and food sensitivities most of your life with bloating easily after certain foods, migraines with your periods, periods that were painful and heavy and foot cramps at night, plantar fasciitis, lymph node tenderness, eczema, canker sores. And these were like really huge clues for me. But, you know, to you, you were kind of like, oh, I just thought these were a part of everyone's life. Absolutely. Like I never would have thought that, you know, my sinus infections or my, you know, my headaches that I would get in the morning, it it would be the kind of sinus infections where you're like teeth start to hurt, you know, and I would get up even when I didn't have a sinus infection, I still would have a sinus headache every morning. And I just thought, oh, it's just got to be allergies. And I had eczema on my feet. Oh, I thought that's just, you know, from years of being a gymnast growing up and like, chronic fasciitis, plantar fasciitis, same thing. Like I thought that was just, I have really high arches and that's just the way I'm built. And oh yeah, my stomach sensitivity issues, that's just always been the way it is. And, you know, I realized that when I was breastfeeding my baby, 
he had a milk allergy. And so I cut dairy and I cut gluten and things started to get a lot better for me. But then, you know, my husband even was like, well, you don't have celiac disease. So like, why can't you eat those types of things? And yeah, for me, it was just, you know, that was just part of life. Like everybody has these things. Everybody gets canker sores or everybody has sinus headaches, you know, all the time. And like, that's not true. Like now where I am sitting now, like I cannot believe that I went through life thinking it was okay to feel like that every day. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And so that is really what I kind of want to scream from the rooftops is, you know, when I do this podcast and I talk about Lyme and I talk about reactivated infections, I still think that people think that it's this rare thing or it's only in severe cases. What I really want people to know is that it's the small stuff. It's the stuff that you've come to think that is normal. You know, it's the things that you're just living with. Those are also connected to chronic infections. And the food sensitivities, again, you can go through life just eliminating food, or you can actually address and correct why you can't eat those foods because your husband's right. Why can he eat them and you cannot? It's your immune system. So an- another big sign that stuck out for me also with you, Anne, was just the issues that you had with your lymph nodes in the past. I mean, the lymph is connected to our immune system directly. And so when we specifically, when we're seeing lymph issues, lymph node swelling, it's a classic sign that there are issues. When the lymph is swollen in the neck area, it's typically more strep related, but in the armpit area, it's typically more Bartonella related. So tell us a little bit about your experience with that. So I had always had swollen lymph nodes because I, I would get sick all the time. I was normal in my throat specifically. But after the birth of my first baby, right after I stopped breastfeeding, I think him, but right before I got pregnant with my second, I'm just trying to think, I had lymph nodes so swollen in both of my armpits that it concerned me. I didn't know what it was. And you know, you feel something under your armpit. The first thing I thought of was it's going to be breast cancer or something. So I went in to see my OB. She took a look at it. Oh, I don't think it's anything. Don't worry about it. No big deal. We'll just have you, you know, go to radiology. We'll do an ultrasound. It'll be no big deal. Well, they go in and do an ultrasound and they actually did find a lump that was related to breastfeeding, but their main concern was, hey, your lymph nodes are huge. There's a big issue here. And so they went in and did a biopsy after that. And so, you know, the two weeks you're waiting for those biopsy results to come back, that the only thing they thought, oh, well, you have, you know, obviously you have cancer. And then they said, no, you don't have cancer. That's just, you know, normal. And I'm like, well, how is that normal? I have like a ping pong size ball lymph node in my armpit that can't be normal. Like, right. You know? Okay. So because it wasn't cancer, they then said it was just normal and then just kind of sent you on your way. (laughs) So just another example of you have to get to the root cause and every symptom in your body is showing you something. It is a sign. And if you're doing tests, because this happens all the time, people say, well, I've gone to all of my doctors. They say everything's normal it's because they're not testing for the right thing. you know. So if you don't test for the right thing, if you don't narrow down the root cause, then maybe that comes back normal, but there's still a problem there. And so you still have to get to the root of it. So after we consulted, again, I always go into my second report of findings, the second part of our visit. And then I start to share what I feel is at the root of your issues. I explain about the immune system. And so I started telling you things like, I think reactivated strep is a part of the equation. You had had several bouts of strep. We talked about Lyme as well. And usually because Lyme has such a stigma, I always am interested to hear people's reaction to that. But Lyme did end up being a huge part of the equation for you. So what were your thoughts on that? 
the strep definitely like resonated with me that definitely made sense. And if anything, that kind of like validated the results. I thought, oh yeah, well that, that makes sense. I've had strep, you know, probably three or four times once a year. Right. And like, even with not having kids, like that's not, again, not something you should normally come across, but the Lyme, you know, I associate Lyme with somebody who's very ill or like someone who tells me that they have Lyme disease. Like you look kind of crazy. Right. Right. And so I'm like a little bit skeptical here. <laughs> like, what is this woman talking about? But, you know, I learned very quickly that once we started treatment, that it was, you know, everything did click and everything did, did make sense. And if anything, I felt like validated, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, you're listening right now. Nobody can see Anne right now, but she's this, you know, young, cute, blonde mom, right? Full of energy. You're not going to look at her and think Lyme disease. Okay. (laughs) Everybody has this picture in their mind of what Lyme disease is. And I don't think that you're going to picture Anne, but that's what I want to share with people is that that is how common it is. And it can cause big symptoms. It can cause smaller symptoms. Lyme affects the entire body. So it really is more than this picture that you have in your mind. But the other issue with Lyme is that the testing can be difficult. And that's why conventional medicine doesn't always understand what it looks like. So we did the testing. We confirmed a lot of the infections I thought would be there. We ended up treating six infections for you. And then we started the process of the treatment, which if you have not heard my other podcasts, I use immune therapy. It is very targeted and specific to the infections that a person has. And it is just a homeopathic supplement that you're taking over the course of 9 to 12 months to train your immune system to bring the pathogen dormant. It's kind of a similar concept to like an allergy shot where you would be injected with what you're allergic to to train your immune system to build tolerance to the external pathogen. So it's this whole process that we go through. And I always explain to patients that it's going to be a bumpy road. There's going to be ups and downs. It's not linear. So what were your thoughts as we began treatment and started going through it? Well, at first it wasn't fun. (laughs) I will be totally honest, especially the first like few weeks that we started treatment. I think because, you know, those symptoms come back. And in my mind, you know, it's hard to think like this is working when I feel exactly what I was coming to you for. But, you know, you had done such a great job of telling me, okay, after week three or, you know, whatever the little vials are, you know, you're going to start feeling better. And I remember thinking like, I'm not feeling better after that. But every single time she said like, oh, you know, weeks two and three can be a little bit rough. And they were. And usually it was just, you know, 24 hours or so after you take these vials. And they literally are just like a tiny, tiny little thing that you just, you know, pop in your mouth and then, you know, chase it with some juice or something. And so it's not a big deal to take them every week or every day, every few days. And yeah, so once you kind of push through those, I did have some rough days, you know, days where I'm like, I feel like I have strep. Like, do I need to go get an antibiotic here? And then sure enough, like two or three days later, like I will pull through and I'd be fine again. And I'd be like, oh, all right. Like, okay, let's keep this train going. So it took a little, it was bumpy road at first, but it takes time to get there. So yeah, it really is. And as much as I do try to prepare people, it's just, you're not going to understand it until you do go through it. But there was also moments where you had glimpses of like, I feel amazing, right? Yes. Definitely. Like, I don't want it to make it sound like awful, but yes, it would, 
you know, there will be days where most of the time, I would say like 80% of the time that you're going through therapy, like I felt better. Like, hey, I don't have any pain in my feet today. I don't have any of this. And then, you know, the 24 hours after you take a vial, sometimes like I would get really bad leg cramps or foot cramps, or I'd get really bad sinusing or I'd be congested again, but it was minimal. And then once it would go away, I felt great. And, you know, the interesting thing about the therapy is because when we take the immune therapy, right, it's triggering the immune response for the pathogen. And so every time you up the dose, it's going to make the pathogen angry in a sense, like you're going to feel and experience the symptoms from that pathogen. So that's the other really cool thing about the therapy is if you take the lime vial and then you get all of these cramps and, and foot pain, well, it's because the lime is being triggered and the lime is what is at the root of that. So I always explain to patients, too, it's really good to see this happening. We want to see it being activated. Then we also want to see you feeling better. Really is kind of a roller coaster ride to the end. And so you are at the end. And so what would you share with people now that you've made it through this process? How is life for you now? Now it's awesome. I have one vial left and I'm very happy (laughs) about it. But I would say it is incredible for me to see you know, I hate to say this, but like my kids are getting sick, but like I don't get sick. I used to get sick every time my kids got sick. I mean, every time and I would be so sick for so long. And now like, I'll give you an example. My two and a half year old, two weeks ago, came home from school, has a fever, got to take him to the urgent care. He has strep. Okay. So my husband, the next few days, he get, you know, went down the same thing, really bad sore throat. He has strep. And he's like telling me like, oh, you're next, you're next. And I'm like, no, dude, like, I don't think it's going to happen. And what's really amazing, and I've told you this already, but it's so cool that my youngest, Ethan, he did not get it either. And, you know, I know it's because I started the immune therapy while I was breastfeeding him. And so I was breastfeeding him for five months or so when this was going on. So it's clear to me that he got the antibodies from breastfeeding me and he didn't get strep either. So, so cool. (laughs) That was the part that I was really most excited to share about your story is that the passive immunity that was passed on to your baby through this experience as well, because that is a part of breastfeeding. And so we were retraining your immune system. And so you were passing that to the baby as well. And so we were talking about it's kind of a two for one thing here. (laughs) It really worked out well. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So did you share with anybody about what you were doing or mention anything about like Lyme to people and what were their thoughts or even doctors? Have you gone back to your doctors and (laughs) said anything? Just curious about what the feedback has been. So I would say like everyone at my office like thinks of me as like the crunchy mom. And I never thought I would be like that until I had kids. And now I'm like, is that organic? You know, did you check? you know, how many artificial fragrances are in there? Are you really sure you want to be using that lotion and like all of that? So they, you know, everything that I tell them about what I'm doing for my health, they kind of like take with a grain of salt or I get a little bit of an eye roll like, okay, Anne's doing another immune therapy. And I'm like, whatever, man, like I'm here in the office because of it. So yeah, I was pretty open with telling people about it. Now, a lot of my family and people that I know now that have had random health issues, the first thing I do is like, what is your doctor doing? Go see Dr. Sanga because I promise you, like, literally you've changed my life. And it sounds cheesy to say, but like you honestly have. And, you know, I hope that other people will be open to alternative medicine because if anything, this has kind of taught me that, 
and I don't mean to be like conspiracy theory, but like so many doctors don't know or aren't willing to do or look into alternative forms of treatment. And like my pediatrician, for instance, like I had mentioned something, I don't even know what I said, something about, I think one of the results of my thing had talked about gluten intolerance. And I said, oh, I think it's, it's more of an immune response. And she looked at me and she goes, kind of like roll, like looked at me like, what? And she was like, well, do you have celiac disease? And I was like, no, but, and I, I just realized like, this is not worth the conversation. So I'm not, and it's, it's not really, I wouldn't blame regular, you know, traditional doctors or Western medicine, because I don't think that they're honestly like exposed to or taught any of this. And so, you know, they just go by the book and if what your symptoms don't fall in line with dick, 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 what I have in my book, well then, sorry, we can't help you. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that that, I mean, that sums it up pretty well, right? There's two forms of medicine. There's healthcare and there's sick care. And there's a place for both. You know, if we're in an emergency situation and we need our lives saved, please don't call me or my office, right? So there's a place for both. But when we go to sick care and we're expecting healthcare, you're not going to get that there. So it's just two totally different frames of mind. And so... Any lasting thoughts that you would want to share? I mean, I feel like you really kind of summed it up pretty well. Anything lasting that you would want to share with somebody about the treatment, the therapy, seeking out alternative medicine? I would just, you know, if you're having something that is, you know, even an annoyance in your everyday life, something as small as like a canker sore mixed with, you know, a stomach ache and sinus pain, like those things can be connected. And I've learned now that that's, a possibility. And it's also something that can be fixed. Like you don't have to go around with those little things anymore. And I'd also tell people that like everybody, when I'm learning about this, like everybody's body is different. Like what my symptoms might be, it might be totally different from yours. Like there is no textbook, there is no perfect format. And like my strep might affect me differently than what yours is. So if you're having issues, like don't hesitate to like look into other alternative forms of treatment. Yes. And so that really is my hope too. When people hear a story like this, that they start to understand that chronic infections, reactivated strep, Lyme, it's not this bedridden picture that you have in your mind. It can look many, many different ways. It can affect all of us. And so just hoping to start that conversation more. And I think that you did a great job of helping us do that. And so thank you. And thank you guys for tuning in. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Functional Medicine Unfiltered Podcast. Please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform so we can continue helping you thrive. For information on how Dr. Stanga can help you with your own health issues, please visit us at www.drstanga.com to learn more.